You are listening to Spirits, Oddities, and Mysteries. Because no good podcast starts with a salad. Hello, lover. Hello, darling. With yet another fantastic and exciting whoop, whoop. episode for you guys. <laughs> I forget. I ran out of uh, noises, noises, words, <laughs> inputs. <yeah. laughs> All right, so I've got a, a bit of a unique topic planned that I'm pretty excited about. I know once you figure out what I'm going to be talking about, you're going to be very interactive with me here. It's going to be a, more of a mutual dialogue topic. Thoroughly intrigued. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, well, it'll make more sense. I don't want to give too many clues because you'll figure it out pretty quickly here. But I, I'm pretty excited to see what your topic mm. is going to be. I'm excited to share. I watched you over there uh, doing your research, but click, I couldn't click quite figure out what it the was. Keyboard. I got, I got to learn what like keyboard Morse code <laughs> is. I'll start to figure it out. Which, yeah. which letters you're typing? Good luck. <laughs> Do you have any uh, pre-topics for us, or do you want to go into the drink first? I found a awesome recipe where you do Tazo, Tao, T-A-Z-O. Yeah, I don't know how that's pronounced either. I don't know. It's one of those, uh, I've always said Tazo, I don't know if it's true. I don't know. Uh, But they have an awesome passion fruit tea that I love to drink in general, and I read that if you brew it, pour it over ice, and add some vodka... Extra vodka. It's fantastic. It's very good. It really is. Had a couple of those. So I'm pleasantly pleased with this drink choice. That's our beverage. So vodka, Tazo, what is the passion fruit? Passion fruit tea. Great Mm -hmm. stuff. I'm also uh, chugging coffee because I don't sleep anymore. It's uh, You don't. I, I do all my reading and studying for all these topics and just in general interest. At night, I'm a night owl. I cannot help it. I cannot change it. I've worked jobs where I had to wake up at six o'clock in the morning every day. I still stay up too late. Recently, I've been having to get up pretty early, but I've been going to bed at like two, two thirty, three o'clock in the morning. He's absolutely bonkers. It's, I don't yeah. understand it at all. I would be a crabby, crabby bitch. I, I do kick myself. Like I'll, I'll, it'll be eleven o'clock. She'll pass out watching a show, and I'm like, I'll just read, you know, half an hour, an hour, and then I look at the clock, and I'm like. Oh my God, it's 2.30 in the morning. I got to go to bed. (laughs) It's horrible. (laughs) I don't have a pre-topic. Well, my topic this week, I'm going to dive right in then. Let's do it. All right, let's talk about doppelgangers. (gasps) Oh, I freaking love doppelgangers. Are you serious? (laughs) Yes. I got to cross this off my topic list. Uh, (laughs) I was uh, prepping one. That's okay, because you're going to have a totally different look at it than I do. Oh, it was way down the list anyway. It was one of those I definitely wanted to get to. There's a, ooh, what's it called? It started as a podcast, turned into a TV show. They did a doppelganger episode that I was like, oh, that's mm, awesome. I don't know. But. Lore. Oh, lore. lore. I do like lore. Great mm-hmm. show. They, I, yeah, they did switch to a TV show. I think they still have a podcast going, though. Do they? I think so. 
pretty Good. sure. Because I love I think that I... like weird, interesting, unique sound they have mm-hmm. when they tell their episodes. It always keeps you hooked. Is that the one where the guy like always ends every inflection with a high note? Yes. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. It's like yes. everything's a question. Everything's a question. It keeps you wondering even when you don't have to. <laughs> like he talks one line at a time instead of like a sentence yes. or like a, a paragraph. He just says one line at a time, ends with a high note, and then like records the next line and then records the next line. But it it's keeps me listening. So it there's does. something to it. It's like watching TV upside down, but with sound. <laughs> If that makes sense to anybody else listening, because that made sense to me. It did not make sense. That's that to lack me. of sleep thing. Probably. <laughs> it had to make sense. Somebody out there, let me know if that made sense. Well, for all of you out there who don't know what a toppleganger is, it is a non-biologically related look-alike or a double of a living person. That is the most nerd definition of doppelganger I've ever hey, heard. I love you it. Know, I pulled it right <laughs> off Wikipedia. I, I was like, how can I like... It's give like your twin a, that's not your twin. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I like your definition better. Yours is professional and nerd. But I love you because you're a nerd. I'm classy as fuck, okay? I mean, yeah, but that's not classy. That's just like, you're just a little nerd. You're like a little nerd is showing. That's all right. I like it. <laughs> We're um, huge nerds. We love nerds. But sometimes. Join us, nerds. <laughs> Go on. It's going to be one of those episodes where you're going to want to cut my mic. <laughs> I think I'm closer to the soundboard, so oh, no. it might happen. Um so sometimes a doppelganger is portrayed as a ghostly or a paranormal kind of phenomenon, and they're pretty much always seen throughout history as a omen of bad, uh, bad luck or something bad is going to happen. Especially if you run into your own doppelganger, right? Yes, especially. I've heard that's bad. Very, very bad. Um, they. Some of them call them evil twins. Twins well, that aren't twins, like I said. Yes. <laughs> and what if you're the evil twin, though? They don't you know, think about that. <laughs> I did think about this a lot while I was researching, actually. I'm like, does the evil twin know that they're evil? <laughs> I ran into my good twin. Because, but I think I'm I'm clear because there are a few signs of that you can recognize what the evil one is and. Hopefully, I don't fit that I mean, I'm pretty sure you're a serial killer, but yeah, carry on. (laughs) (sighs) I beg to differ. So, throughout history, it's always a bad omen, but if someone close to you sees your doppelganger, that also can, can be a sign that you are going to die soon or it's a loved one that's going to die wait if somebody else sees your doppelganger mm-hmm. because it's like that's how you know doppelganger i mean we got two friends randa and we call her by her fast last name but i don't want to use her <laughs> last name right now so we'll say nikki they're screwed because they're like identical twins and essentially for all intent and purposes doppelgangers and not only have we all seen them they've actually seen each other once i think yeah that's happened. At a party. The universe did not implode, though, so. Well, that means they're not time traveling, uh, you know, uh, anomalies or whatever. That's, But it doesn't, yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't, they would just die, which hopefully, you know, like, they're not doppelgangers <laughs> in that case. Well, to know. And do they both die? The doppelganger and the doppelganger? No. Or no. Is so, the doppel- well, but cause... aren't you the doppelganger to the doppelganger from a matter of perspective? Well, so there is a actual person and a doppelganger. Oh, they're not real. 
throughout history they're they're more of a ghostly figure okay. um and it's so said which one of our friends is not real well here's the thing okay <laughs> it said that the doppelganger itself can be recognized by the fact that it casts no shadow I've seen Randa's shadow at the beach, so she's mm-hmm, safe. Mm-hmm. And also... I can't say that I've ever seen Nikki's shadow. There you go. I haven't looked, and I was pretty <laughs> drunk every time we hung out. So. <laughs> it will also urge people to do bad things or to act upon trickery and mischievousness. They kidnapped me the first time I met her. Oh, so. I think we're getting to the bottom of this <laughs> That's one. how I met her. Now, if somebody else sees your doppelganger, that's when it's an omen or it can be an omen that you're sick, but you just don't know. It. You're you're very ill, but you just don't have no idea. All right. Well, we're just going to, for the sake of like not, they're just twins. They're just two people. <laughs> they're probably related Kind somehow. of look similar. They look identical. <laughs> But um, throughout history, there was a good amount of people who actually had... Uh, Even their husbands and kids have similarities. I don't know about all that. I mean, like... There's You're stuck pictures. on that. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about history, okay? So let's, let's jump back on board, ADD boy over there. Oh, man. <laughs> there were many cases... I got to show you all pictures. I'm going to post some pictures with their approval. You cannot... <laughs> So with there being a whole lot of (laughs) these cases throughout history, it was hard to narrow it down. But I started by diving into the weirdest case that I found. And that one was Emily Segui. She had a doppelganger, but this is one of the most paranormal doppelgangers that I've heard of. I mean, they're all kind of paranormal, but by far the weirdest. Emily was a school teacher back in like 1835-ish time. And in her years of teaching, she had switched schools 19 times in 16 years. And by 1845, it became very clear why she kept switching schools. She had a doppelganger that followed her around and was distracting her students. Now, this is one of the most well-documented cases seen by over 50 people at once in the middle of her sewing class. This sounds like time travel. (laughs) It's crazy. They followed her everywhere she went? So, it was seen with her. She could never see her doppelganger. Okay. But people who surrounded her... Still sounds like time travel. ...could see her. (laughs) That Time travel. Right next to her, and she would mimic the actions that she was doing, or... Uh, in this case, uh, where it was the most documented, she was outside picking flowers in her schoolyard while another teacher was teaching a sewing class. Now, 50 people between students and staff were in the room, and the students looked out and noticed that Emily was out picking flowers in their little garden, and they thought nothing of it. However, when she walked back into class and sat down in the corner to observe, and they looked back out the window and saw her still picking flowers, it caused quite a commotion. What the heck? Okay, this doesn't sound like time travel anymore. This is quite bizarre. 
she was still outside and <laughs> actually uh, a couple of the students were so in shock that they got up and they walked up to the fake Emily the teacher who normally taught them like they know what she looks like she's yeah. there on the daily and they reached out to touch her and they were all quoted saying that she felt empty like she was made of spider webs what in the actual like, fuck could you imagine like a thick thing is spider so webs they did like, feel actually like like something they, but yes it was but like, her, their hands went through like in no like it was uh, tightly wound like a tightly wound spider web like is empty and hollow but like spongy hair standing on it right now know, like that's creepy right? now later in the day uh they approached her and she was in shock and she said that she had been working in the garden all day however she really wanted to be in the classroom observing her students however she was getting what she needed to get done in the garden at that time. And um, every time these things would happen and they would see these this ghostly doppelganger, she would be drawn of her energy and she would get lethargic and sickly. What? All right, so the, like this is going to play well into our psychic vampire episode that we eventually do, but how yeah. is that tied together? <laughs> this is like... Almost like a mirrored soul or something. This is so far above and beyond the standard doppelganger. I know. Like I said, this I've is heard. the most like paranormal one that I could find, and like actually the most uh, documented because so many students. I mean, nineteen schools in sixteen years. She kept having to switch because this doppelganger would literally stand behind her and mimic everything that she was doing. To the point where the class would be so distracted that the the head of the school would just ask her to to leave because there was two of her, but she was like, "There's not two of me; it's one of me." That is absolutely insane. I I baffled. Yeah, I I mean, this doesn't make sense from a a doppelganger perspective, like from, from what I understand about doppelgangers. But there is something absolutely bizarre going on here that opens up a whole new understanding of what a doppelganger is yeah. potentially you know, potentially i mean it's it was pretty nutso reading you know all of the different it's like sci-fi movie level it crazy. is and especially the spider webs thing like body snatchers that's what i'm thinking like spider webby like like it's a, a synthetic type cloned version of yourself that's it's not like made of the same mush material <laughs> like that's oh, i'm blown away i don't like it oh, to the no 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 tell me more <laughs> right well needless to say she was too much of a distraction and inevitably she was asked to stop teaching because of all of the sightings of her and her doppelganger like two schools this would be crazy three schools I, but 19 schools 19 schools 16 years like she was constantly sent to the next sent to the next is there any like interviews of her like after she stopped teaching no. any like mm -mm. i mean night tv shows what? that didn't exist i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> i wish but no there wasn't but another famous person that uh a little more famous because we don't know her 
but a famous person throughout history who saw their own doppelganger was Catherine the Great, the Empress of Russia. Ring I bell? have no idea who the Empress of Russia is. What? Catherine the Great? Nope. Cool. All right. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> well, familiar, but I couldn't tell you who they are. Well, during the 18th century, she was the Empress. And one evening, her guards woke her up from her chambers and several of her servants uh, all were in a panic because they they knew that she was in her bed asleep for the evening. However, they just watched her walk into the throne room. Now, <laughs> she was like, nope. And she was a badass bitch. So she went and investigated this on her own. Well, she she brought her guards, but she was like, yeah. hell no. I'm, it, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna see what's going on. Well, when she went into her throne room, she saw herself sitting on the throne, but it wasn't her. And she was dressed differently, and she knows she's her. Did she die? She had her guards shoot and kill her doppelganger. It's not um, perfectly documented on how she did die, but shortly after this happened, and after she saw her doppelganger on the throne and had it killed, she also passed all right that's crazy so they they all said that that was a bad omen but uh another mentionable person and you better know who this one is queen elizabeth tudor of england heck yeah i do Alrighty. that's my history right there that's my 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 family tree yeah, lineage <laughs> <laughs> well she actually had a pretty terrifying experience with her doppelganger she saw herself lying lifeless in her bed, almost corpse-like, but still alive. Like, she saw it. But she saw herself, pale, ghastly, dying in the bed, looked away and looked back, and it was there was nothing there. Okay, so she was just insane. So she completely <laughs> dismissed it. And... We need witnesses. She... <laughs> however... After this happened, and she said, oh, it was just a trick of the mind, she died in bed of sepsis. All right. So she did tell people about this before she died, yes. clearly. Mm-hmm. And then she died. All right. Oh, there's a little something there. A little something. There potentially. is. Potentially. Did they already know these, like, the myth back there? Like, there was a legend Oh, around? yeah. The or doppelganger. Like- it was, um, it's crazy because they, they feared seeing doppelgangers so much more back then it was terrifying it meant that you were going to lose an infant it meant that um and you know someone close to you was going to die it meant that you were going to die they, they pretty much explained any bad happening by saying i saw so-and-so's doppelganger that's why this horrible thing happened all right yeah that's uh so hopefully you didn't look like somebody's doppelganger right. <laughs> because then you'd be like the bad omen coming to town since they saw this as such a evil and horrible thing to see a doppelganger by yourself or seen by a loved one. It's very strange that today in our regular life, everyone is actually trying to find what they call their twin stranger. This is not viewed as a bad thing. People all over the internet are actually trying to find their doppelgangers around the world so they can connect with them. That is interesting, and I would be on board with that. And I really 
based on what you're telling me, I think these are two very different things. Like I was joking around earlier with Randa and Nikki, like they do very much, in my opinion, look like they came from the same mold. And I believe that, you know, especially when you see celebrities, there's like, what is it, Katy Perry and like four other people that look almost identical. I will touch on this. Okay. But like, that's not in my mind, the same thing as a doppelganger from what you're telling me. Like there's some supernatural like entity that replicates us or is part of us or has come to like take our souls or something crazy. Like that is bizarre. And the fact that it's as well documented as it is, like from not Joe Schmoes. These are some, like important big, people mean, of history. Actually, I I'm actually surprised that I didn't take down this because another big name that I researched and apparently didn't take notes on, go me, was Abe Lincoln. What? He uh, saw his own doppelganger right before he went to the movies. Uh, I, I'm really now that I've read so many doppelganger stories this week, but. It was either him or his wife that had seen it, and his wife was like, this is a horrible omen. He, the Abe Lincoln that he saw, it was him, and he saw himself, but he said he was seven shades paler than he was, and he looked ghastly and as if he was on his deathbed, and he was... See, this is, like, I still, I feel like there's three different things going on now. Whatever the heck was going on with that teacher is something super supernatural like something beyond like right. some sort of what is it the the upside down or whatever like that is some craziness that well so, so that one kind of goes along the lines with they they associate doppelgangers with the fairies and the trolls and a couple other different things like that and they say that they want their children to live a human life because we get to experience different things and they actually switch the souls of the children out and put yeah, the fairy that's the one that the, i heard about know. in that uh lore or whatever yeah and but, so like there's that idea but no okay so you got the teacher with so many witnesses and now you've got these two examples i know the abe lincoln one's kind of loose you don't remember exactly how that one went but ultimately those have very sim- similar attributes to them they're like this deathly version of themselves right yes and that seems like almost some link between the afterlife the underworld the uh, not the upside down not to be confused like, <laughs> the, the, like you know hades if you will like some sort of bizarre you know open portal that like they're seeing themselves from beyond in the in the, the, the death the future versions of themselves coming almost as a warning or a you know, some kind of a premonition. Or even just some sort of like, because what is time, you know, is time linear, you know, it, like all these different, it, maybe they're just, they're already dead, but they're not dead, you know, at the same time. And they're I think, witnessing I think this, Abraham like Lincoln saw himself walking down the road is what it was. He was seven shades lighter and guest and ghostly. And he was wearing a strange outfit. And then on the day he died, he realized that he was wearing the outfit that the stranger was wearing. Okay. And like I'm saying, like this could be like almost like you're seeing your ghost overlapping. There's a, Throughout a movie. Time, that I'm, yeah. Right. Uh, there's this movie. Um, I cannot think of the name of it. You guys will know what I'm talking about if you've seen it. But they're like knocking on the windows and knocking on the doors. Oh, um, like, no. That's um, 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 uh, Keys. 
I don't remember uh, which one. Maybe. The, uh, I, but, but the no. whole thing is like it's happening in the future and the past at the same time. And you're they like, think it's haunted and you're watching them and they're terrified. And you always have to lock the door every time you come in and out. You can never leave the door open. And then at the end of the movie, it's a shocker that they're the ghosts living in the house. Spoiler alert, by the way. Jeez. Where you just... <laughs> and, <laughs> but... <laughs> they're haunting the living people. Yes, that was a great movie. I love it. I wish I could remember the name. But of that's it. what I'm talking about. There's some sort of like link between their death and their life, and there's like some overlap. Yes, that sounds like something different than this lady with hers. And then there's the just people that look alike, and there's like some sort of weird, you know, biological cloning occurring or something weird today. Yes. that I legit think is happening. Unrelated, so, unrelated, unrelated, but all fascinating. No, actually, I touched on all of these different types of doppelgangers, so we're all on, we're we're on the same wavelength here. Good, going. This is, here yeah, we go. <laughs> great topic, by the way. I'm intrigued. I love it. So, in the the twin strangers thing, it's crazy to me because I, I went on to uh, the twin strangers website, and what you do is you go on there, you create a profile. You take a picture of yourself looking straight at the camera. Then you go on and it says, what kind of uh, facial features do you have? Do you have a hooked nose? Do you have high, it's low? It's a bird nose things. lover. Bird nose. Yeah. I'm just, I'm going to cut you. <laughs> cut you with love. <laughs> but Giant boobs, bird nose. You got them. They're going to pop up like that. Uh, cut you tonight while you sleep <laughs> sorry there won't be any more episodes guys well she can record it by herself <laughs> well so you fill it all out and you um you list this and their website actually uses um a facial recognition program and everybody who's put their pictures into this database it runs it and then it shows you your closest matches and then you can say yes or no if it matches the people who have found the matches on there are identical Really? Yeah, there are videos of their like m- them meeting for the first time and connecting and doing like these people are like flying across. The yeah, they fly slash world, the though. whole world. They're like flying like, oh, I'm from America. Oh, I'm from Italy. Okay, let's meet up. Like awesome. Uh, yeah. So then it gets crazier though. So when you see how closely, I mean, they look like identical twins and more so than identical twins because normally you can tell the difference between the two twins. You can. I can't. Okay. <laughs> Depending on how observant you are. I can barely tell the difference between human beings that are not related. <sighs> that is true. <laughs> but, <laughs> and you can't identify if two people look alike. <laughs> so. Well, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, I can't tell when babies look like their parents. That's just made up. Well, that's because you're a guy. But anyways, they after they go through these meetings, a couple of them actually post videos. It's super cool where they do DNA testing to see if they are actually sisters, half sisters, or have been ever related throughout their lineage going back like super far back in their past. It's really cool. They like break it down and they have no relations whatsoever, not even like they're their genetic makeups they're not even from the same countries but they do identical identical. that's interesting yeah we're gonna unlock something with this mystery by doing this like i i'm pretty sure these people were not supposed to meet 
And they are. And what's going to happen because of that? It's crazy. Um, there are we was, like biologically like, engineered and we don't know it and they just ran out of different molds? Or are we back to the sim theory? There we go. See, and look you only at this. have so many different characters to create. The next few lines I have are almost exactly <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> um, it's it's super crazy. One, two of the girls that uh, are identical happened to meet by chance. They were both doing a summer abroad from two totally different countries and they went to Germany and everyone there at their campus kept asking if they came with their sister or their twin sister. And they said, no, no, no. And one day they finally ran into each other. And since then, they are inseparable. Like, they will not do anything apart. It's so crazy. So, as you were saying with my inability to, like, see when people look like, I'm pretty sure. And, like, I see this in movies all the time when they, like, see themselves buried in, like, a glass tomb or whatever. And they freak out because they're like, that's me. I don't know that I would notice <laughs> I would be like, that guy's got a nice beard. All right, anyway, why is he in the glass tomb? I don't, I don't know. I think you'd recognize I don't know yourself. if I would. If I like ran into myself, everybody would be like, you guys are identical. I'd be like, what? No. <laughs> nah, it's cool. So now I got to kind of skip over because I was going to say, how do we, you know, are we just looking for reasons to explain weird things by saying doppelgangers are the you know i think this is a fourth thing or third thing if i'm on the third thing still i i are we on to something when we're like oh there's something this is something i think it's completely different but this is something and it very well could be evidence you know kind of starting from the axiom that we're in a sim you know simulation if you've ever 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 played any sort of like mmorpg wow any of that stuff you, There's only so many combinations. Combinations. Like, so you, they, your character will look like another character. Right. You'll Even, eventually come across someone that looks at it. So, like, is that what's going on here? Or, genetically speaking, is there only so many variations of the human body? And, like, it, it could go either way. But since I am a big fan of the Sim Theory, especially since I kind of adapted my own version of it, I like it does sound like some pretty solid evidence that that could be the case. Yes. Especially since they're not genetically related. Not at all. So, this begs the question, is one of them evil? By contrast, one of them has to be. It can't be identical <laughs> yes. lives, but um, it depends but yeah. on what your definition of evil you know? is. And then the cloning thing is like, do we got clones out there and we don't know it? Are they just dabbling in good gene pools and I mean, this is why I'm out? so concerned about doing the DNA thing, because... We you have no idea. You Having don't a private want a bunch company, of clone Brandon's running around. I do, but I want to know about it. And I, be, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I don't want it to happen like without me knowing and without like my permission. Now on the on the whole clone thing, you were touching on earlier with Katy Perry and Zoe Daschell. They're freaking identical. And there's two more. There are, except for they look identical to each other. And uh, Katie and Zoe look identical to each other. They all look similar. But when I uh, like went in and looked at them, I'm like, they actually don't look like Katie and Zoe. They just look like each other. I guess, yeah, it probably also depends on the picture. But yeah, those two definitely look like, almost identical. I'm like, identical. which one is it? I don't know. And another one that is uncanny, and I don't know if you've ever seen this, but Will Ferrell and Chad Smith, he's the drummer from Red Hot Chili Peppers. I have seen a whole list of them, so I probably isn't there. Yeah. But holy shit, 
they sat together, I think on Conan or I don't know, one of the late night shows. <laughs> I'm watching the interview of them like interact. I'm like, it's just like they're mirroring each other. It's so creepy. It's so bizarre. But as we all know that they've got like celebrity cloning going on to make a million of talented people, apparently. I also found celebrities who have lookalikes from the long ago past. Oh, I've seen that too. Yeah. It was so cool. Back to the whole time travel thing. Yes. And honestly, like, they're uncanny. uh, Young girl, like, save the world activist, Greta or Thornburg or whatever. Mm -hmm. They found a picture from like the 1800s or something that is, I mean, identical. It is her. Just really? in different clothes from a long time ago. Quite bizarre. Well, the ones that I found out that stuck out most to me, definitely, I would say, uh, you know, Maggie Gyllenhaal is? Yes. From, you know, Donnie Darko and A Dark Knight, all those good things. Love Dark Knight. Yes. Um, well, Rose Wilder Lane, who was a journalist and um, huge activist, um, thought you were going to say boobs. <laughs> no. Huge activist in, uh, ni- in, well, in the early 1920s, 30s, 40s, all that. Um, she died in 1968 and they are identical. It's like this black and white portrait, perfect. And then Maggie Gyllenhaal. So what is, I got to I got to ask, you know, Samsonites, what do you guys think? legitimately what in the world is causing people to be so identical that are apparently you know in some cases proven to be not related at all is it just pure probability enough people are born enough people exist you're going to have people that look similar or is there something else to that what what do you kind of subscribe to on this whole identical people thing is it is it a, a sim theory type situation is it biological cloning going on is it I, what do you think i'm i'm genuinely curious what other people because i mean people are talking about this people have seen this what is the non-crazy like my brain version of people out there thinking about this type of thing or do you just blow it off and you're like yeah whatever it's interesting and move on with your people life. like kind of look alike whatever so I want to see what you think here. I have a picture of Rupert Grind, who is Ron Weasley in Harry Potter. Okay. And then uh, David Wilkie, he was a portrait artist from 1840. Don't know who that is. Yeah, but I'm going to show you a picture. <laughs> that, that helps. Yeah, same, same, same freaking person. <laughs> right? One's a painting, I think. But Yeah, well, like a... <laughs> that, yeah, they didn't have a camera. So. But yeah, they're like freaking identical. All right, ready? The only downside of that is that he could have been like, I have a big nose, but I don't want to be remembered as having a there big nose. There you go. Like, yeah, you downsize <laughs> it's a the downside bit. of the painting. But like, ultimately, <laughs> if he looked like that, they're identical. Now, um, Orlando Bloom. But we already know they don't have a soul because they're both redheads. So we don't know. Well, that yeah. might be an we, entirely different category. Totally different category. Yeah. <laughs> Redheaded doppelgangers are a whole new thing. <laughs> they're afraid of their own, apparently. <laughs> um, all right. So I've got Orlando Bloom. Bloom and Nicolet Grisuchu, which he was another famous painter, and he lived until 1907. Yeah, no, like these, I, I mean, if they're not, if they're not fake, if they're legit, which I'm sure they are, because some people would know who that guy is. Like that, they literally look like they're just like 
faking it. Yeah. And like putting old clothes on them and like, you know, photoshopping. Yeah, but they are identical, identical, identical. Okay. But Same th- even <laughs> facial hair. Like what are the chances of that? Well, I mean, Orlando <laughs> Bloom was playing a pirate from the 18... 18- 1809 or 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 i have another theory with these ones because this could be in a whole new category they're still alive they're vampires anybody who's seen twilight i totally could get down on that they're just they live forever maybe we'll segue into our vampire episode next week we'll just do it tonight we'll just four hour episode (laughs) screw it we got it (laughs) all right so i have three more pictures to show you this one i just have to show you because oh my gosh i think that you're gonna think it's hysterical because i laughed pretty good um this is mark zuckerberg by the way if you guys want to see these photos <laughs> spirits oddities and mysteries uh the actual facebook page and or spirits oddities and mysteries group instagram and or twitter check it out whatever you follow us on or all of the above we are definitely going to post these we want your feedback on this they are identical uncanny it's crazy so mark zuckerberg and um king philip the fourth are you ready for this? I'm so ready. I love Mark. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that one's like, if you did like a goofy, like cartoon version of Mark Zuckerberg. I, I had to put it in there because I thought you'd get a kick out of it. Like when you go to the uh, fair and they do like the like thing where they exaggerate the your faults in the cartoon. You know, that's that. Ooh. Although I could see Mark Zuckerberg wearing that exact outfit. So <laughs> you'll get it when you I see mean, it picture. is an oil painting, so, you know. Yeah, no, that's... We don't know how good they are. Of Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, in the future. <laughs> of Mark Zuckerberg. All right. What if these people didn't even exist? They were just time travelers themselves and painting people from the future. The, oh, pfft. They just explained it away. I got another theory going here. <laughs> Except for they were, like... I mean, one of them was a famous painter, and it was a portrait of himself, so you wouldn't think people would be like, dude, that... That looks nothing like you. <laughs> All right, the theory falls a little short on that particular one. But. Yeah, they're like, you painted a redhead and you're Mexican. I don't get it. You'll get it in 200 years. <laughs> nope. You're going to get... My second favorite is Justin Timberlake and a random mug shot from, like, the Wild West days. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, it's not as good as the other, like, it's like, maybe just because of the beard and stuff, but it kind of looks like if you got like his great, great, great grandpappy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey there, pappy. (laughs) It's kind of like, it looks a little like when you watch a TV show and they want to like show a picture of their great grandpa or whatever, but they don't have an actual picture. So so they they just just do a picture themselves, but (laughs) change it a little like. (laughs) All right. A little like that. But this is the cream Creme de la creme. This is the cream of the crop. Favorite one. You might actually be able to guess the celebrity by the fact that I am so excited to show you. Natalie Dormer? (laughs) That's my favorite celebrity. Me. (laughs) Ready? Nicolas Cage and a man pictured in the Civil War era. One of his characters he plays in the movie. <laughs> that looks more like Nicolas Cage than Nicolas Cage does I know. in that picture. They, it actually looks like. They pulled like... the worst picture of Nicolas Cage ever <laughs> for this. That looks more like Nicolas Cage than the picture they chose to show the actual <laughs> Nicolas Cage. That is Nicolas Cage in the Civil War era. It's Either nuts. that is fake, they painted that shit to make it look like it's old, or that is his great, 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 great grandpappy, or there's some time travel shit going on. 
I, or like we're all in the same theory and they're just replaying the same characters over and over and over again. This For is mind boggling. That was my favorite. Hands down. I couldn't believe it. Like, holy crap. Like when, he, when he's in one of his most ridiculous characters, like in a movie, not, you know, Gone in 60 Seconds or whatever, but just like a weird movie. It was in Gone in 60 Seconds? What? Yeah. The car, like him and no, wasn't it? No. Yes, it was. What? I don't think so. Yeah, he plays the music before they go steal the cars. Is it the movie? Gone in 60 seconds? Isn't that the guy that drove a car? That's Fast and the Furious. No, Gone in 60 seconds is Nicolas Cage. No way. So Nicolas Cage. And then the hot chick. uh, Oh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, Yeah, that that movie made me want dreads because she had awesome dreads. Yeah, he is gone in 60 seconds. Yeah, you know what? I was thinking about Fast and the Furious and... I, uh, you know what? I think uh, I think of him in the the Con Air, like Con, Con Air yeah, is. Like, I fell in love with him, and then we watched that movie recently with him oh, in it's it. So hor- that's what I'm talking about, though. That role, like that's that, that, whatever that movie is, like Between the Lines oh, or something. Oh my gosh! Between so worst movie lives or Between I don't the even, Line, I think is the name or something it? like that. Something it's, close. it's Between Worlds. Between, between Worlds. worlds. Yeah, oh, oh my gosh! Hands down, if the you best like movie, movie ever. Oh, nothing. No. Oh, we're not going for a sponsor here, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure even Nicholas. Cage knows that was garbage. No, it was horrible. <laughs> he admitted on something that like he just takes these roles for the paycheck and just like I don't even care. I just want the paycheck. Oh my gosh. I don't know if he's got a gambling habit or something weird, but <laughs> not the you know, like that's necessarily weird, but you know what I'm saying? Like he's got something that causes him to like need money and just does these oh, roles. I forget was, what it is. That was that movie we just were like what just happened? <laughs> This was no national treasure, okay? You cannot, you cannot turn it off. It is like, uh, like oh looking no, out your so many twists and, and turns. And any of the Friends episodes out there that like the old people across the apartment that were walking around naked, but like once they catch eyes on them, they can't look away, even though they want to so badly. That is that movie, and I don't know what you're talking about with twists and turns. There was no, it was just what? horrible. That horrible. movie was so weird. The worst acting, the worst plot, the worst. I mean. I don't even understand. It could not have hit theaters. It had to go straight to the No, yeah, there was no way that that shit went anywhere but to that was That might have actually gone to VHS. So we have a tendency to like go to watch a movie, and if you watch it through like one of those, you know, uh, illegitimate sources, you like think you're about to watch a movie, but like some completely different movie that you never would have watched in a million years accidentally plays i don't know if you guys have experienced this but we've sat there and then watched the whole movie not even knowing what it is and it'll be like the worst thing ever yeah we wanted to watch that movie called the room yes and it's like a mother and her child are locked in the room for a long like the child's whole life and then finally she escapes her captor i'm like this sounds like an awesome movie and then we watched it. I'm like, that had nothing to do with getting kidnapped. And, and like, it took it us was... almost the entire movie to realize, like, this is not what we were trying to watch. <laughs> oh. But you can't turn it off. It's like a train wreck. It you is. You gotta watch it. It is, you know? How about that? That kind of wraps up my topic. Oh, man. I, I could just talk about your topic for the rest of the show. I know. <laughs> that was absolutely awesome. <laughs> so, I don't, like, all right. My topic today is... Ultimately, kind of introducing just myself to you all. 
Uh, and I've oh, actually nice to done. Meet you. Uh, I've done this once before. It ended up being an episode we scratched, or at least I hope, or you're going to hear uh, one of these stories at least twice. I don't think it ever got aired, but I have lived a, shall we say, like adventurous life. I've had uh, quite a few, but like four big, weird events that have just. I've shared them over the years with a bunch of people. I'm always like looking forward to the the days in the office, like when you get a new job and they're like, tell me two truths and a lie. <laughs> you got to do that whole game because <laughs> uh, like my stories, I mean, they are unbelievable. If you didn't have like the little pieces of evidence that are out there for you to kind of validate them. So I wanted to share them with you guys. They're pretty exciting. These are real life things that I've gone through. One of them uh, I shared with my oldest daughter and then the adventure that took place after the fact, my my beautiful wife here and I got to experience together and just so many very interesting things that took place because of this. We have to be a little careful with the people that were involved because they are they are real they're also very, very paranoid. And ah, okay. <laughs> I think you probably figured out we're not going <laughs> to. I knew so, what we were talking about, but I didn't quite pick up. Because there's just so much. like So these like little things that happen and then like just what unravels as a result of it. But basically, my daughter Elizabeth and I were driving down the road, uh, Route 30, in Oswego, Illinois. And we look up and I had my, this was before all the like super anti-texting stuff out there while driving, but I wasn't texting. Let me just put a note out there. This was before the law. (laughs) I had (laughs) the phone on my lap, but I wasn't like actively using it. It just happened to be sitting on my lap while I was driving. And I'm pretty quick to take pictures because I just, I love just bizarre things that happen. I want to capture them, share the story. Obviously. You're like fantastic at doing that. Like I see something and I'm like, wow. And I just stare at it. And your first reflex is, wow, I've taken 50 pictures in a second. <laughs> like, I, I never think to do that. So yeah, like we, that's our anniversary, it. we'll get done. She'll be like, we should have taken a picture. We were all dressed up. <laughs> no. All right. So we're driving down the road. I look up and there's this like ball of fire and it's falling from the sky. And, and, and my first thought is, OK, it's like an asteroid. And that's pretty cool because it's so large, whatever it is, and it's it almost looks like it's standing still. Like you'd think when you see something like that, it's just going to shoot across the sky like a, a shooting star. But it was in our atmosphere. It was large and it was it was on fire and it looked like it was just in slow motion. going. So I like whip my phone out. And right when I went to snap the picture, this object. So if you imagine if it's falling, uh, you know, it was... We were traveling west, so it was it was like south directionally, but toward the ground at a 45-degree angle. That's the best way I can describe it. Hopefully that makes sense. You'll, you'll see the picture on our Facebook. You can also Google Brandon Tudor, but it, they spelled my name wrong. They spelled it with a D because that's the common spelling. Uh, Oswego UFO, it'll come up right away, the object falling from the sky. But anywho, so it, this thing's falling. All of a sudden, it shoots up at a 45-degree angle. And I'm like, What? What what the heck was that? A, a asteroid, like a, unless it bounced off of something in our atmosphere, that's impossible. How did it just change directions? So of course I'm I'm super intrigued. I captured this pretty clear picture of it, 
And I was I was dropping her off, I think, at like a friend's house or something like that. And when I, I turned around and I was leaving the neighborhood that I dropped her off at, I saw these like, I'm not an expert. I'm not one of those people that's like, well, what I saw, I know every jet that's ever flown. And I know that it wasn't, it looked like in my opinion, which is a very novice opinion, like they were like fighter jet style planes, not your traditional, obviously not your traditional airliner. I know what those look like and it was far too low, but it didn't look like a crop duster or anything like that. They were flying by super fast. I did not, I did catch a, a picture of like, the tail end of two of them, but there were there were several of them. I didn't catch super good shots of it. Those did not end up in the paper, but I could probably go back and find them if I really dig deep. Anywho, not the important part of the story. It does come up. That's the only reason I mentioned it. So I'm like, this is weird. This is exciting. I come home. I tell my beautiful wife here, and I happen to have a contact for the Beacon newspaper because of two other, no, no, one other thing at that time that had happened. It was the fake wedding. It was uh, a April Fool's April Day. April Fool's Day. Yes, that was a fun, fun day. So uh, I, I contact this person at the at the media and I'm like, hey, I, I, the only reason I even contacted, I was like, I want to know if anybody else saw this or if anybody else knows what it is. And I actually started doing my like, you know, Brandon stuff. I started looking for what could this possibly have been? I actually called around to, I found like three or four local like rocketeer groups that like shoot off rockets in the sky to see if they had anything going on at the time. Not that it really resembled that, but I just wanted to know like, what is it or what is it not? There's a website you can go to to kind of see, it's called Space Junk, and you can see stuff that has fallen from space, like pieces of satellites and things like that. And not only could I not find anything, I actually contacted the um, oh, dang it. What is it called? This, the big telescope thing it looks in space. Uh, the Hubble. <laughs> no, the one in Chicago. They like the big, they look like domes and they always look off into space. Telescope. They're, dang it. Yeah, this is in your. You're not helpful. Yeah, so <laughs> this is in your brain. There's not a name mine. for it. Uh, <laughs> you guys will know exactly what I'm talking about. Somebody's yeah, like, yelling at their phone right now. That those that thing. I, you can contact them. You can talk to them about different stuff you've seen. Actually, I've uh, a couple of different times over the years. You can contact them live and be like, "I see this in the sky," and they teach you how to use your hand and your your, your arm and your thumb to go like fully extended, and then you can count how many thumbs are up from like the horizon or over from a star that you know like that's the north star like three thumbs over or whatever and they can actually look and locate the object you're talking about which is pretty cool that is super cool observatory that's what i was going for ah, yeah <laughs> so uh i thought that was like an actual name like yeah no it was just the observatory so all of that this is just like some preliminary stuff the adventure is the even like more exciting part of the whole thing so we don't know what it is. I contact the paper. She puts an article out there. That's why that pa- that picture is all over the place. All these internet people started picking it up. I, I get contacted by all these radio stations. I think I was on approximately that I had time for that I accepted about 20 different radio shows that were interviewing me all over the nation. Actually, a couple of them were even outside of the country. It is part of the reason why I decided I wanted to start a podcast because one of the individuals who reached out to me was, and I don't know how to say this without like, hopefully he's no longer in this position or whatever. He is, but he just recently did a public interview on the radio that I just listened to. So I don't know how 
hush hush it is. About this? Not about this, about what they do and what they're about. Well, let's hope, you know what? I'm not going to mention any names. He is, if you've ever heard of the group, MUFON. It, 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 I will say he's a higher up. And when I say higher up, I mean he is like the, the high, very, very high. If I said any higher, I'd be giving things away that I don't want to give away. So very <laughs> high up at MUFON, Illinois. He is very interested in this case and he reaches out to me and he's got like all of these contacts and he happens to be going to the star of rock to do a move on convention and the people we met at this convention i'm telling you some of them were extremely fascinating some of the stories that were told by firsthand accounts of there were all these people that like were, were being uh abducted by aliens and brought to a I mean, mall. I was going to say, that was the reptilians. No, that was sad. So there's the reptilians and then there was the also the people. The reptilians were at the mall. I, I, You might be combining them. I might be combining them. We're not combining uh. them. I, either So these people, I'm talking about the dream one. They were actually being like abducted in their dreams. But there was almost 20 people that met each other in a dream that didn't know each other in real life. And they were able to find each other because of this dream, which the theory, uh, according to the, the MUFON, uh, was like they were actually on a UFO and they were creating some sort of world. This is all the theory that they formed from this. But regardless, these people, and there's books written about this actual event, um, they they all met each other. And, and two of the people were actually at this MUFON event, which was pretty interesting. We got to hear their kind of like firsthand accounts. Then there were the... The guy that was writing the book on Roswell, and he had he was the last person to talk to living witnesses. Yes, that was Roswell. crazy on their deathbed. On their deathbed, he got yes. these interviews. Um, one of them was the daughter of some high up police officer or fire. I think it was the fire chief had a piece of the supposed UFO, and the people crashed into the house and like took all of the stuff that he had brought home. And they were doing like all these weird like at home experiments with these materials. And and then they were able to hide a piece of it. And to this day, they think it's hidden somewhere on the property. And the daughter was the one who observed this, who was being interviewed on the deathbed and watched these people crash in and steal it. And she said like she still knew her dad had like a piece of this, but wasn't allowed to tell anybody. And so, yeah, there was that. And then the uh, there was a bunch of cows that were mutilated Oh, yeah, yeah. That's another big, huge one. But there were people that, like, had farms that were talking about. I mean, these people were the closest I've ever come to people who have had, like, first-hand encounters with stories that I've heard on the TV or on YouTube or on in books that I've read, right? Like, it was really cool to meet these people. Some of them, like, the, the you're talking about the reptile thing. I've heard about this one. I was never really, like, sucked into it. I, I'm not a big believer of it. But the people that brought the information that like legitimately believed in this stuff. Holy cow. Would do they have some pretty interesting like data to back up what they say? Still not my cup of tea. (laughs) There's just so much out there. I mean, there's so many things to like so many topics that are out there to even dive into one of them and be all knowing and like, Wow. Right. And my personal favorite from all the people we met was that guy that wrote the book on Roswell because I've always been fascinated by it, read a whole lot about it. He also, um, I don't remember if he interviewed the guy or what, there was a gentleman that like had proof that he was working in the position that he said he was working in. 
really high up. So this higher up, I, I can't remember exactly which branch he was in or whatever. He also, he ended up having something to do with designing like this material that they used in tennis rackets that was revolutionary and it, supposedly it got reverse engineered off the UFO. But this this guy claimed he actually saw the aliens that crashed, one of which was alive and had first-hand account, like, stories about this. I Craziest can't wait part, until somebody just releases this information already. Oh, like, man, so we, we a, can't be alone in the universe. There's a topic that I'm going to be covering that is involved with this stuff that it's so... I mentioned it before, the Disclosure Project and the people involved and... The, it almost sounds like in these documentations, it's like no longer a question. It's as though they're just admitting it to each other and it gets out, but it's just not enough that people are like, well, there's proof, but it's like to each other. They just openly talk about it. it it's weird. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to bring that episode coming soon. But anywho, this is this is just a side story. So we got invited to move on thing, met all these crazy people. That was part of the adventure, but that is not the craziest part of the event. The move the guy at Mufon, who I, I don't want to give away who he actually is because he was inviting us to like meet him at these different coffee shops and places. And he would he would require that we left our cell phones in the car and he would actually, during certain parts of the conversation, he would crinkle a bag to, like, cover. So if they were listening, you wouldn't be able to hear outside of just him whispering to me and, like, telling me all this interesting stuff, right? And he was going to start his own radio show, and he wanted me to co-host with him because he heard me on all these interviews, and I was really excited about this. And then he was told by MUFON, like, you can't have a radio show and be... <laughs> Can't be a higher up at MUFON, a very high up, higher up at MUFON, and have your own radio show to talk about this kind of stuff. Because he also was very concerned about MUFON. He thought it had been essentially taken over by the government. And he was, why are you giving me that face? Because I feel like these are things you shouldn't be saying if you're so worried. That's why I'm not saying who he is, because I want to tell this part of the story, but I don't want people to know who he is. <laughs> That's the important part. So he, like, legitimately, if you don't know what MUFON is, just a, a quick background. If you've ever watched X-Files or anything alien-related, they always talk about MUFON. It's Mutual UFO Network. They are the only, like, world-recognized UFO network. They are recognized by the U.S. government and supposedly taken over by the U.S. government. Project Blue Book was the official UFO investigative branch of the military. Project Blue Book got closed, and this is not the topic, so I don't have all the names in front of me, but uh, during a presidency, they were like, we're closing this down. There's a whole bunch of conspiracy behind that. The important part for this episode is just when they closed that down officially, MUFON took over and when the u.s government was getting any like reports of sightings and things if they were seemingly legit enough they would just forward them over to move on so it's a, it's a big deal in the world of ufos and this guy was filling me in on some pretty like important <laughs> uh not supposed to be talked about information super super interesting not even the weirdest part I also got contacted by a guy from Fermilab 
at the time that I witnessed this object, got the picture of it, all this whole thing started, the Fermilab particle accelerator was being permanently shut down. And you don't just turn it off like a TV. It's a process. It was, I want to say it was a several day, if not several week process to shut down the particle accelerator at Fermilab. And this gentleman who contacted me, who supposedly was a higher up at Fermilab, and he was also very careful to not identify who he was, um, was sending me emails back and forth and telling me that like ever since they started this shutdown process, they were seeing all of these bizarre things happening right above Fermilab. Well, wasn't Fermilab above it a hot spot for um, stuff going on in the sky it, in general? Always. Yeah. It has always been. And this guy claims that like they would walk outside in groups and just look up at things observing this particle accelerator shutdown process i don't know why there aren't like more photos and things of that just circulate or maybe there are and they just people assume they're hoaxes regardless this guy was just matter of fact he was like oh yeah no that's what that's what this is that you you, you like we were not far from Vermilab. it's not like you know that's what batavia or whatever oswego look it up on a map if you're not from around here they're not super far apart he claims it was just like exiting now at the MUFON convention, forgot to mention this, they had all these theories about my picture and they had all these like experts of their perspective fields who analyzed this photo, blew it up to, I mean, literally the size of the wall. And I had to go up there and well, I didn't have to, I chose to and wanted to and kind of present like what I saw and the whole, like my side of the story. And mine was very simple. Not once did I ever say it was a UFO. Not once did I ever say, I just, I didn't know what it was, and I was looking for answers, and these guys, oh boy, did they bring <laughs> answers. some answers. They took uh, side-by-side shots of Sidewinder missiles, like heat-seeking Sidewinder missiles, and they claimed that what I saw was actually the object evading a missile, and that the smoke trail that you see in the picture didn't actually come from the object, but rather the missile that was fired at it. Then... There was uh, other people who contacted me from the newspaper article that claimed south of Route 30, I think it was, I'm guessing ballpark here, but like 15 miles south of where I was at, the roads were shut down about 30 minutes later. Roads were shut down. Police officers were everywhere. Military vehicles were out there, and they appeared to be looking for something. These were people that uh, they would contact my, my contact at the Beacon, And with my permission, she would forward them my contact information. They would call me up and email me and tell me this stuff. And I was just like absolutely blown away. Well, to kind of sum up this story, all of these weird things are going on, all these contacts, which by the way, I went back, I found uh, quite a few pieces of history from this event that took place that I'm going to share on our Facebook group. Uh, One of one I'm about to tell you right now. I was working at a timeshare company at the time. I had an iPhone. I want to say it was the 3GS. It might have been the next one, like the iPhone 5 or 4 or whatever. I think it might have been the iPhone 4, depending on time frame. I think it was the 3G. Anyway, (laughs) so one of the iPhones. But it was glitching. And you know how, you know, like when you switch between apps, it's almost instant. Like back then, now you can kind of like slide between apps or whatever. Before, it would just close one app and open the next app. When I would do that, there's a little banner 
at the top of the iPhone, if you have like GPS open in the background and then you open another app, the little banner floats across the top of the screen to let you know that you still have, I think it was the iPhone 4 because that's when that was invented. Um, you still have that other app running in the background. Well, if you were recording with one of the recording apps on the phone, it would have a red banner and it would say record. But what was interesting is when I would switch between apps or like hit the home button and it would go to when the one app would close, I would see the red banner as though it was being hidden by the app that I had open. It's supposed to be on top of it. It would be hidden behind it and it would say record and then it would be like three minutes into the recording or 10 minutes into the recording or five minutes or whatever. Right. So I kept seeing this and I kept seeing this, but it would only be for a moment, like in between apps opening and with my, my lightning fast fingers. Cause this was totally random. It was only when the phone did this weird glitch that I would notice the recording banner. And, and by the way, I, I should point out, I was not using a recording app at the time at all. I had no recording app running I captured a screenshot of this, and weirdly enough, I was able to go back and find it. So I'm going to share that as well. You For see, goodness sakes, you have so many pictures. How the hell did you find that? <laughs> I was when I was prepping this episode before I found all this stuff, and I got, I got to like it's in my phone now. I just got to go back and find it. But uh, yeah, it was legitimately like capturing recording. So I, it, it's. I don't know why the phone was, it could have been completely unrelated, but it is pretty bizarre that this was going on for like a week following these very unusual interview, like interactions with some pretty supposedly high up people. One of them is verifiably high up in his perspective field. Uh, it was super bizarre, really fun experience. You can Google, like I said, uh, Brandon Tudor with a D. Oswego UFO. You can see the shots. You can read some of the articles out there. They're and a lot of fun. I will be sharing that. Uh, quite a few things. I have some of the emails, which I will have to do the whole like redacting names so you don't have those in there that I captured. Um, the photo of the phone, the photo of the the object falling from the sky. If I can find it, the fighter jets that were kind of like flying around at the same time. Pretty fun stuff. Check out our Facebook group. It'll be coming up there shortly. And then... Another fun little adventure that I had with my, my beautiful wife here that you can also Google. This one is not alien related at all. It was just uh, a, a unique experience, I guess would be a good way to put it. Unique to <laughs> say the least. But we were on our way, taking the back roads out to her parents' house. And from the sky, a bird dropped a turd on the windshield of my car. I was driving an old 93 Cadillac DeVille at the time. Mm, the good old Cadillac. Loved that. I was like driving on a cloud. It had cloud suspension, but it did not have regular suspension <laughs> anymore. Say, so it, it was, was like. It wasn't traditional cloud was, suspension. You just bounced around and just softly. Waved back and forth. Oh, I love that. All the way car. down the road. And uh, bird poops on the windshield, literally almost hit the windshield wipers. And then all of a sudden, I was like, that bird shat looks like Michael Jackson. And I mean, not a little. A lot. A lot. And uh, you guys, again, Google my name. I think it's, so it was the same 
article, like the same lady who did the article. So I think she still spelled my name wrong. Um, but look up, you don't even need to look up my name. Just look up Michael Jackson Bird Shat. S-H-A-T. I thought King of Plop. King of Plop is another one. Um, That came later. Somebody came up with that fun little name. So there's also articles you'll find on that in photos. I just recently did the the Michael Jackson bird chat. Tons of stuff comes up. You'll see it. It's a blue picture. So once you see the blue picture, click on it. Look for, for a second. Some of the articles took a photo of Michael Jackson to put like next to it. So then it just pops out at you. But you can see his eyes, you can see his mouth, his nose looks like it's kind of like missing, but like, uh, I mean, like it is messed up anyway. And then he looks like he's wearing a tie with a suit and almost like angelic wings coming out. Which was crazy because he had recently passed. No, no, no. He hadn't recently passed. His mansion had burnt to the ground after because he had passed a few years earlier. But then his mansion burnt to the ground at the same time that I had this uh, Michael Jackson bird chat story circulating. And my story was the number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven article, <laughs> like above the fact that the Michael Jackson, uh, what was it called? The Magic Land or I should know this. Yeah, that, that place burnt down at the same time. I, my story was like way up there and it was awesome again i ended up on like a ton oh wait no sorry the reason i ended up all over the place i took my when we got to her parents house i took like a sandwich bag and tape taped it off and just to be goofy while we were standing in their kitchen i posted the whole windshield of my cadillac deville (laughs) for sale on ebay with a starting bid of 500 dollars because i found out it would cost like 350 to replace my windshield and I was like, this is going to be fun and it'll be a pain in the butt to have to remove my windshield and like ship it or whatever I got to do. But it's so going to be worth it. Plus, I was like, what What if it just like goes skyrocket? Some crazy people start bidding like over this Michael Jackson bird chat because it was. I, I mean, it was uncanny. It. it was it was definitely Michael Jackson in bird poop on our window. Yes. And <laughs> Yeah. So well, that well, that was the bid was out. Like well, I said, nobody officially bid on it, but I had a bunch of people watching the. Well, the bid. We, we had put the plastic wrap over it because it was a slow drizzle of rain outside. No, we were in a drought. We had like four days of that drought. It was perfect. Not a single drop of rain for four freaking days, and then. People started watching the bid. I still, like, it was a joke. And because everybody asked me, like, why'd you drive the car? Why didn't you just leave it in the garage? Whatever. I I legitimately was like, first of all, we've been in a drought. It was like a two-week drought, and we were, you know, a week and a half into it when this whole thing happened. Not a drop of rain for days and days and days. And you can't, bird poop doesn't come off normally. Normally, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I go, this was uh, when I was still at the... Uh, the timeshare place and I was uh, sitting inside and somebody came in and they were like, Oh, it's a slow drizzle outside. And I remember running outside and I had, I had the the bill there and it was, I mean, you're talking, it didn't even feel like rain. It was like, if you walked under the mister at great America and I was like, Oh, it'll be fine. I got it taped off. It's barely a drizzle, whatever. So I'm giving a tour around the resort and I watch as the rain just slowly seeps under the tape and just slowly distorts out and then washes away the Michael Jackson bird turd. So I I had to be responsible and quickly pull it off of eBay before I started getting bids. And I pull it off of eBay. 
And then I get an email from somebody who thinks I pulled it down because I got a buyer. And he tells me, like, right off the bat, I will give you $10,000 for your windshield. I own a museum of rock pop memorabilia. And I remember just being like, I hope this is a joke. I hope somebody's messing with me because I, it's gone. And I had to tell him, like, look, it's gone. And he goes, no, if you sold it, like, I, I'll go higher. And I'm like, no, I didn't sell it. It's gone. I had to pull it down because it got ruined. And he's like, why would you drive the car? And I'm like, legitimately. It's our car. It was our only car at the time. And I, I, I legit, like, it was all just a joke that had like maybe in the back of my mind some potential but I was like yeah whatever we were in a drought I had nothing to worry about all this stuff and then all of a sudden it went from being like this you know funny little adventure and like it could have been money I never even looked up I I think we fun little adventure uh my butt I was at work in the back at the bakery decorating cake baking a cake whatever I was doing and the owner of the bakery goes, um, Allie, your husband's on television. <laughs> and I come out and he's being interviewed. I think it was Good Morning America. Yeah, I didn't even, you told me about that one. I never even got to see it because I don't think we had we didn't uh, have cable, cable at, at that time. No. time. We just <laughs> did like, you know, illegitimate TV, <laughs> like we just downloaded stuff. And uh, yeah, so you told me about that one. And I walked out and I'm like, yeah, that is. And they just had a picture of the the Michael Jackson bird shat, and then you were talking, and they you know had across the screen Brandon Tudor, owner of Windshield on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, TMZ, you guys might have heard of that tiny yeah, little show. That, that was on there too. Those guys are a bunch of squirrely fun people. I was on TMZ as well. Got interviewed by the guy who runs the. The TV show, like on TV, you know, the one who walks around and puts his arm on all the uh, like cubicle things Cubicles. and tells the story yeah. about the celebrities. So like that guy calls me up and I also talked to I want to say it was a black guy with dreads. I talked to those two and I they called and left several messages for me when I was at work. I called them back. They ran the story before they got a hold of me. And then I like gave them a few corrections, gave them some sound bites that they later played on another episode. But then radio station after radio station, uh, I don't think podcasts were super huge, but I did get a couple podcasts contacted me as well. And again, I was just like, man, I, I love being on the radio. I mean, if you are on those podcasts, we should collab with them. Be like, hey, from find, back in yeah. the day. <laughs> I, we, I'm sure if you just follow the links. That's probably like, you'll find, you're like eight years ago, seven years ago. Something like that. It's uh, been a while. We'll have to, yeah. I don't know. Date. I'm so bad with dates. Everything is. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. That, so that was another fun little adventure. Um, these are just like every about three years or so. Something uh, maybe extraordinary is, is a bit much. But in, in the true sense of the word, extraordinary. Whoops. Extraordinary. It, it, these are extraordinary events that have taken place throughout my life going back over and over and over. And I, I mean, I have so many stories to share. I, I was, and I'll, I'll save this for a future episode, but inadvertently <laughs> a suspected terrorist. We haven't association since, so. <laughs> with, uh, the, with the, uh, the Boston marathon bombing, no joke 
got a phone call from the FBI. Again, have this phone call recorded, but that one I don't know if I can share because it's a whole Illinois, like, uh, you have to have two-party consent or whatever. So that's like for my own personal. <laughs> I did not Illinois? record the FBI. It is Illinois. Illinois is uh, two-party consent. No, I mean, so. but did Illinois call you? Yeah, it was or the was local it... branch of FBI in Illinois because the guy but was. But that's federal. It's federal, but he's the branch is in Illinois. Either way, the phone call was placed in Illinois. So I uh. like, I think legitimately having that file is illegal. <laughs> so I don't. You I didn't don't have it. it. I don't. No. Not at all. Especially being the <laughs> FBI. Um, no, what I do have that is legal is he left me a voicemail. I was going to say the voicemail. That's two-party consent. Because you know what is the best thing for a wife to wake up to? Her husband going, "Honey, listen to this. The FBI left me a voicemail." <laughs> holy shit talk about an anxiety spike there this story is going to be in the next episode that we record i will tell you the full story of how i was inadvertently a suspect in the boston and my laughing is the fact that i was a a suspect not that it happened it was a horrible event it was it was a tragic event but how i got tangled into it is a pretty interesting and hilarious story. So <laughs> that is completely separate from the event itself. And uh, you guys will enjoy that story. But that is all we have time for. Um, if you guys like this show, you enjoy it, please. One thing that I like, I cannot emphasize enough. Reviews are everything to us. We, we love Rate, you. We appreciate review. you. Like, share, you know, subscribe. Tell your friends about that us. makes a big difference too. Subscribe. And then if you are an iPhone user, iPhone is one of the few podcasting places that you can go to where you can give us an actual review. We obviously appreciate five star reviews. Um, you know, rate us how you think we deserve. But if you think we there's some, you know, criticism or you know, some things that we could critique, shoot us an email directly at spiritsoddiesandmysteries at gmail.com. Check out our Facebook page. You can contact us there as well. Check out our Facebook group, Spirits, Oddities, and, Spirits, Oddities, and Mysteries group. Group. Our Twitter. We're trying to grow that following. We're getting, you know, growing a little steady, but, you know, surely. Spirits with an S. Oddity. And our Instagram, Spirits, Oddities, and Mysteries. We post a lot of fun things there. And also, don't forget to jump on our Patreon and support us there patreon.com forward slash spirits oddities and mysteries and uh i think that wraps it up i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i know you enjoyed this episode <laughs> <laughs>